Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's guest apparently hasn't been on the show in over a year. She is a fan favorite, returning guest, uh, model, uh, content creator, and bestie Maria El Saldic. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling Noor how like nervous I was because I haven't done this in so long. And to me, it does not feel like it's been that long because I recorded three episodes last year. Yeah. Like in total. So like your episode is only like seven episodes. (laughs) Right. But for me, it feels like it's been like three years, but it's fine. Um, How does it feel to be back on the show in the year 2023? (laughs) Honestly, it feels great. It's an honor as always. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm just like really not in like the podcast vibe right now. Like I don't know how to do it. But but I'm also realizing something right now because I've never laughed this much while we've recorded together. And I think it's because (laughs) it has been that long, Maria. And like her and I have been friends for so long. Also for the guests who may not know Maria, I'm assuming, you know, most of you know her, but she is a friend of mine who's been on the show several times. And so this is probably the most I've wanted to laugh during a recording. And I feel like it's because we hang out with each other so much that it does feel funny that we're doing anything like yeah. real. I also think because we're, we're like facing each other, staring at each other. <laughs> I think that like we've either recorded like side uh, by side, side by side yeah. or like virtually in the past. And so now we're like head on. <laughs> we are looking directly into each other's eyes and it's awkward and it feels like a barrel of a gun oh my god should we do that exercise no i don't want to do it i was going to suggest like you know the thing where you like look into someone's eyes for three minutes no okay well apparently it's like it's like a relationship building like intimacy building activity where you like into someone's eyes like you can blink it's not like a competition but like you have to Um, look into each other's eyes and like hold it for three minutes and not look away i actually have looked away a hundred times since i've said that oh that's so scary i'm actually getting anxiety thinking about it i know it sounds like a nightmare but I want to try it. But maybe not not today. No, not right now. Not here, not now. They don't need to hear that. I start <laughs> screaming. Um, but no, we are going to do an activity today because um, I needed more structure for this episode because I knew it was going to be silly. So I was like, what, how can I structure it? Question. And I also think that we've, we've kind of spoken about so many things already in the multiple you know, episodes we've done. We've covered all the big ones. Yeah, we really have. And I didn't feel like, yeah, Palestine, Fashion Week, Uh, uh, just homophobia, general shit. I don't know. We've we've covered it all. I went online and I looked up all these questions that you're supposed to like ask your friends, but there's like silly ones and like deep ones. And like, of course, me being an asshole, I pulled all the deep ones because I thought that they were the most oh, interesting. Oh, so silly ones. I told you at the bottom there was a silly ones, but I wasn't interested in them. And I, and I did let Maria review them because... I reviewed them, but guys, I was honestly... I was just too lazy. I, I don't even know. I did remove a couple because I was like, that answer is going to be too long. And I don't even want to like try to think that yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just kidding. Actually, I'm going to try to give... I'm going to try to really give... Are you going to be giving and not taking? I'm going to try to give and not take. I will say we keep looking at each other and I, it is creepy. Because I don't like it. It's really scary. I don't know how to explain, guys. This setup is very funny. Um, okay, wait. Hold on. I want to ask. Also, it. like, I'm sitting on, on a couch yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. on the floor. So I'm, like, above her. It's no, no. Weird. She literally is above me I right now. I feel like I've asserted dominance, but I don't really want to take on the dominant role. Well, wait, this sounds weird. I don't like it. <laughs> Just ignore that. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to get into the questions. Okay, and um, I'm going to start with a light one. If you had a whole day where you could do anything you wanted, what would you do? Hmm. This is one of those really hard questions. I'm not going to lie. 
Because like there's so many things that I would like to do and it just depends on the mood that I'm in. You have a whole day though. Okay, to do anything that I wanted. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say if it you can do whatever you want, you could be in whatever mood you want. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I had a whole day mm-hmm. to do whatever I wanted. I mean that's like basically every day. <laughs> I mean, that is true. But I guess like so this is what I would want right now. Mm-hmm. I would wake up in a place that was warm and sunny. Mm-hmm. And I would go outside into the sunshine but i would look beautiful like i would not even have to put on like i wouldn't even have to put an outfit i would just like automatically be wearing my best outfit my face would just be glowing gorgeous okay like tan like i am just stunning (laughs) radiant hydrated skin yes hydrated skin glowing glistening wearing all of the things an amazing outfit yeah so my days already start off amazing um i would eat Wendy's spicy nuggets <laughs> <laughs> honestly no okay. I wouldn't I would definitely eat like some delicious sushi Ooh, like okay. amazing like okay. the best sushi which okay. is from bamboo in Birmingham Alabama by the way that was a plot twist that no one saw coming yeah um and then I would definitely you know what would I fucking do I don't know nor I don't know do nothing would you do nothing I mean, I don't... Maybe I would do nothing, but I would be surrounded by people that I loved. And, like, you know, I would get up and walk around and, like, explore. But, like, it wouldn't take anything out of me. There wouldn't be any thinking behind it. There wouldn't be any GPS. Wow. You know? A a day of no GPS, no thinking. It would would be, like, teleporting. Okay, this is just getting weird. Like, I feel like what I'm hearing you say is, like, a day that... Doesn't exist. No, a day that just starts off in the most amazing way because of the the skin and the outfit honestly it really does help your mood and then someone like just plans a day where but like someone yes that no but like someone who's gonna like curate a day for you where you don't have to make a decision and you don't have to think exactly and it's also so nice yeah i I think that would be i think i'm also like scared of limiting this day you know that's why i'm being so vague because i want to make sure that there's just space for everything but i don't make those decisions but whoever's making the decisions knows me so well they they know me more than i know myself (laughs) to the point where they are making decisions that i didn't even know that i wanted that's what that's all i want okay 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 okay. this is you could just pick select right would you rather people perceive you as being kind smart or attractive now i feel like i'm on jeopardy so genuinely i think i would i think kind yeah because I think that's, like, it's something that I feel like is probably the hardest of the three to, like, genuinely achieve. And it's also, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Because I feel like pretty, right, like, looks fade. We, we know yeah. it. Like, and whatever. honestly, you, there's so many things you can do to make yourself pretty. Yes. Like, it is what it is. What do you need more of in your life? Um, I, need, I think I need more structure interesting i think because i do freelance work and you know i was i haven't and i guess i'm also like doing freelance work for myself as opposed to like freelance work for other people like i guess clients is like you're doing work but like i'm thinking in terms of like when i used to do stuff like for milk and a yeah or like when i had a real a real job a little no like a in-person job um i feel like when you like make your own schedule, it's really easy to like 
I don't know, just lose structure yeah. day to day. Like, I feel like I'm a pretty structured person and even I like feel like very, like, it's very hard to maintain, I think, because when you don't have to like report to anyone mm-hmm. necessarily or like be anywhere, like it creates so much flexibility in a way where like, sometimes it's terrible because then you just end up or at least me I'll end up doing nothing all day sometimes just yeah like literally not even one thing I think the the flexibility of it it's amazing but it's also you can fall into really bad well I've fallen into bad habits at times due to the flexibility and also like I feel like yeah like my sleep schedule will randomly get fucked yeah. up and like I don't have to really do anything about it because it's like I don't need to wake up at any specific time but also that I feel terrible mm-hmm. for the rest of the day yeah And I think because, like, work is sporadic and, like, when you have to, like, really do, like, that tedious work is is not, like, on on the same, you know, schedule day to day. Any other type of, like, routine that you try to put into your, like, just day to day life, sometimes it's hard to maintain those. Because one day you'll just, you won't have time to do anything but work. Yes. And then that throws off, like, whatever, whatever other routines you have. So I think not having a work routine makes having any other routine harder for me at least who are you most like in your family um i get told that i'm most like my brother Tarek, and like i think if i had to say like who i'm the most like it would definitely be him how are you guys similar what are the similarities um i think just our general temperament and sort of kind of the way that we sleep a lot <laughs> sleep patterns and like we have very similar adhd you okay. know the way that we pro- uh, procrastinate and but also i think just we're i think we're pretty level-headed mm. i mean not always it depends on you know things can i'm also just like now thinking about because like any interaction i've had with her brother has not like i haven't been able to gauge any of these yeah. things they're very limited but they do look a lot alike okay yeah we do <laughs> but we all i think i hear that we all look uh, you really do all look alike but like i feel like you and Tark look so much like i don't know yeah i think me and him and then probably next up would be maybe me and camilla or me and layla damn justice for sarah no i mean me and sarah we're just really different like sarah's amazing though she really so. is sarah I shout love out you. sarah honestly shout if out only sarah. i was more like sarah if only everyone in the world was more like sarah what really frustrates you um so many things frustrate me i think one of my current frustrations is be real <laughs> first of all i want you everyone not to see know it going that way. i'm vaping and i did not see that coming yes i'm vaping you could fucking bully me that's fine um and that's really came out of left field but also i want to hear your thoughts because i think i kind of hate be like i'm like offended that people are still posting on be real because okay. i have my notifications turned right on. oh they're on still? they're still on but like i don't go on it okay I and that's why i'm frustrated so i don't you know nothing against the app i think it's an amazing app and yeah. it was really fun at first but i got i got kind of sick of it yeah and, and then i just stopped posting and then when i stopped doing it like i just won't go back to it but i still have the notifications on and it just keeps telling me that it's time to be real and i'm like i'm i don't care, I don't care but i don't want to go and turn off the note i want it to just like cease to exist <laughs> without me doing anything wow i actually is that right 
Because, I mean, I've done nothing about it. Have I deleted Same. the app? No. I don't, I don't then, use like, it. I, but then people are still posting on it, so it's, like, making me feel like, okay, well, I don't want to delete it. But then I'm also like, but, but I'm not going wanna, on it. And But also stop talking to me. Like, stop putting yeah. notifications yeah. on my phone. I don't care that this person posted late. I'm not the yeah. police. Like, what do you want me to do about it? Like, nothing. It's frustrating. <sighs> I mean, listen, Be Real had its moment, but let me tell you something. Be Real is not made from hijabis, so. No, it's really not. It's really hard. I'm also frustrated by my neighbors. <laughs> what? Which ones and why? Honestly, all of them. <gasps> why? They're just so weird. <laughs> like, okay, honestly, this is, I'm being hyperbolic. They're probably not weird, but I never see them. Oh, I, that's why I was surprised that you were and annoyed bothers, by them because I'm like, do they exist? Well, no, but it bothers me because for some reason I feel like they're annoyed by me. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So it's like a defensive annoyance. Yes, it's like, well, why do you guys have to be so boring and quiet? Like, I feel like... They feel like I'm loud because I'll be on the phone. Yeah. Like I watch TV late at night. I'm yelling at Dobby. And then I feel like when they see me in the hall and the, oh, and I get a lot of packages and I, and they don't know why I get so many packages. They probably just think I'm like this extremely like, you know, frivolous shopaholic girl. Yeah. Which I am, but it's not just me. It's not just her guys. Other, other people are helping. Yes, exactly. And, and they get like one package a month and I'm just like, guys, come on. Like. Don't make me look crazy. I'm not going to lie. Your neighbors are kind of boring. And like my, my landlord, you know, there's like, there's a camera in like the, the hallway, like that faces where all the packages are. And I swear my landlord probably thinks like this bitch needs her, her rent raised because she shops so much. Do you think he's actually watching the surveillance? I think he does because he did one time. Well, maybe he doesn't watch it constantly, but someone's package was stolen once. And like he was talking about how he was looking in like the surveillance and whatever. But also he did one time mention that he thought that I got some expensive artwork. But it was a mirror that Ugbad, one of my friends, like had shipped to mine because at the time her building like didn't have a buzzer yeah. or something. And he mentioned it and he was like, I was thinking I need to raise rent around here. And I was like, oh my God, is this how he thinks? That's illegal. Yeah, so my neighbors frustrate me. They're, I just feel like they're too good of tenants. They make me look bad. I think I'm probably really annoying because all the things that you described about yourself that are annoying are I, I do all those things. Yeah. I'm yelling at my cat all the time and I'm always getting so many packages and re- relative to everyone else, it does seem alarming. Yeah. And no, that's the thing. It's like, and also when I order from, sometimes I order like household things from Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. But like they just come in so many small little bo- like bags. It looks like I'm like buying so many things, but it's really just like batteries. She's just buying batteries, guys. Yeah. Damn. But, like, also, it's crazy because I'm like, you feel like they are annoyed by you, but I've never once considered that anyone was annoyed by me. <laughs> Which is, I'm like, that's interesting. I don't know why. I, I've always thought that in every building I've lived in, it's not like, you know, it's probably all in my head. I think I'm super hyper conscious. Yeah. Of, like, I don't know what they all think of me. It's I mean, weird. they reside in your... I think I don't like living in a building with other people. Okay, so here's what we need to do. We need to get Maria private property with no neighbors, even like like maybe a forest. Yeah, I don't know. It, it is interesting like that you that we live our adult lives. Or, I mean, some, some people like live their entire lives. In an apartment. In an apartment. In a building with other people. Like you're living with other people you don't know, essentially. Yeah. You guys are so close. I really don't like it, honestly. Damn. Something about it, like, I think unless you're, like, friends with your, like, it, something about it is weird to me. I feel like if I was friends with all my neighbors, or at least knew them on a, like, a, 
on especially a the way basis, like buildings would, are in New York because yeah. they're not that not that many people live there, but it's like other people live there. Like if you live in a big apartment complex, it, I feel like that's yeah, less weird. That's different because yeah, it's like you're so anonymous. But you're in a I'm I have there's three other units yeah. in my building. That's what I'm saying. I'm like it's it too is small weird. to not know each other at all. Yeah. No, that would make me feel weird, honestly. It is a little weird, and it's always kind of been that way in every apartment I've lived in. That's true. They've been smaller buildings, and, like, I never really... I might know one person in my building, but, like, it's just... And I think just because, like, you could... You know what also I find really weird is, like, if I leave my TV on, like, in my apartment, or, like, when I've had, like, you know, people over... And I, if I go downstairs, I feel like I can hear everything coming out of my apartment, but I never hear my neighbors, which is, that's another weird thing. Like, I don't hear them. Wait, so, like, if your TV was on and you're, like, outside of your apartment, where can you hear it? Like, right outside the door or, like, downstairs? No, downstairs. What the fuck? Yeah, and that's another thing that I don't like. I'm like, why can't I hear anyone else, but I can hear my shit? Like, so it's just everyone's so fucking quiet, quiet as a mouse. Or maybe they can't, I don't know. It's, it doesn't make sense. Maybe in their apartments they can't hear me. Yeah. But in the hallway, they can't. I don't like that. Yeah. So that's another thing. Because sometimes, I mean, that makes me feel like, okay, like they're living with me because they can hear me. Damn. I don't know that anyone, I mean, I feel like if I was really loud, my neighbors could hear me, but I don't know if they could hear from down fucking stairs. That would be. Right? Like that's the thing downstairs. It's weird. But anyways, that was too long of an answer. <laughs> well, honestly, moving on. Fuck Maria's neighbors. No, I'm sure they're fine. No, but. they're honestly probably, they're actually great. I'm really grateful for them. I'd rather them be super anonymous and quiet than anything else. That was just, it's more so me feeling like a shitty neighbor. <laughs> and I don't a like to feel shitty. neighbor. Maria, is there? Okay. How? I'm just going to like jump to a completely different okay. question in a completely different direction. How do you like to receive care? <laughs> um, I don't know why I had to say it in a creepy way. Yeah. You know, but I did. It's fine. Yeah. I feel like when I answer these, I want to like start like I want. I'm acting like I'm answering in an email. I'm like she did just the way that I like to receive care is, um, I think I like to. Like, are we talking like care? Like, if I'm like sit, just like in general, I do feel like these might be very open-ended, vague questions. So we can say, is it like love? How do I like to receive love, or just kind of like a love language? I would say. Okay, yeah. We, actually, we just talked about this. Yeah, we just talked about this. So I will say, it's kind of hard for me to choose. I think my ultimate love language is like quality time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. followed by very closely acts of service. Yeah. I do love an act of service. So yeah, the way I like to receive care in general, I think probably the most would be acts of service. Like somebody, you know, considering yeah. and thinking of me and doing something that like either makes my life easier or improves my life or you know convenience conveniences me because it's like someone is giving you their time yeah and effort and like saving your time and effort which is and nice. in a thoughtful way i'm like yeah, yeah that seems like you're checking and i out. like to and i like to give care in that way you do okay i really like this question because i do feel like you have an elusive online presence um what is something that not many people know about you well i feel like if anyone's listened to this podcast they probably know like the main things that people who don't listen to this podcast wouldn't know yeah fucking losers which would be that i'm homeschooled that i used to horseback ride that i what's the other thing oh maybe i used to like buy and sell vintage and reworked clothing but um let me see if there's anything to add to that what would someone not know about you 
I mean, I feel like actually a lot of people also say they don't like people that I know in New York or like meet briefly. They don't like, oh, I didn't know you were from like Alabama. I do feel like people are really shocked when you say you're from Alabama. Like, like, and I'm like, how how do you guys not know? But I guess it's been a really long time since I lived there. So that, and then, you know, that's probably, you know what? One thing people wouldn't know about Maria that I feel like is something that like is very cool, but also like helpful to me when we go to restaurants, she orders for the whole table, but like, she's really good at ordering food for the whole table. And I'm not saying that she's like, you know, a tyrant who's just like, these are what we're fucking getting. Like she'll ask people what they want, but like, if you leave ordering up to Maria, the food will always be so good. You're very good at ordering oh a restaurant. I've, I've never heard this before. Thank I you. I mean, it is a very rare. Yeah, yeah. No, and I love it so much. And I'm like, I remember when you first, I was like, okay, like we, we could try this out. Sure. Yeah. You could order for the table. And now I'm just like, Maria, please just order for everyone right That's now. That's so funny. Yeah. Actually, I yeah, know you're really, you do seem to just be really Because she's really good at ordering fucking like a, a good mix. Yeah. Like yeah. a good balance. Like she's, she's really looking and she's like, okay, this is going to work with this. And like. Good, I, good yeah, order. I really like to curate yeah. the food palette for everyone. And that would be weird if anyone who didn't personally know you knew that about you. So I That's felt true. like that was someone that something that y'all didn't know. They wouldn't know that. No, they wouldn't know about the ordering. You also like a really. Oh, good also order. wait, another thing people don't wouldn't know about me. Whoa. I'm 30 years old. I feel like a lot of people. That's like the number one thing lately that people yeah. are like. Oh, I feel like when you say 28, 29, yeah. no one like people might be like, oh my god, I didn't realize that. But like when you say 30, people are like, whoa. No, people are like, whoa, but also as someone who's witnessed someone be like, whoa, like they're, it's a consistent reaction. No, it's, I, I'm going to tell you like nine times out of 10. Yeah. If someone, when someone like hears my age, they're always just like, what? But like sometimes I like, kind of find it to be slightly not a good thing. It feels insulting. Like I'm almost like, oh, do I like emotionally and, and just like personality wise, not remind you of like a mature person, a 30 yeah. year old. I don't know. I'm not going to, but maybe. I don't think it's that. I think it's a, like, you look like you look youthful. Right. And yeah. I think in people's I minds, like, like when you're 30, you should not look like that. But I also feel like that's silly. Yeah. I think it just, I think before, whenever you're in your twenties, I think what your idea of what people are doing at 30 is just so different than what they're actually doing. So I think that's another thing. People are just like, wait, but we're like doing kind of the same thing or like we're in the same spaces or whatever. And then they just are like, how are you 30? You should have children and be old and dead. So this isn't (laughs) off the list of questions, but I did think it was like an interesting thing that came up the other day of like what, what someone would consider to be an adult. Mm -hmm. And I do think it's like very subjective, but also like, do you think that you feel like an adult? Yeah, I think I do. I, I feel like you are an adult. And like, I feel I like, feel like I kind I'm of an do adult. Now. Yeah. I think there's definitely like, I don't think this is what I thought feeling mm-hmm. like an adult would feel like. I think I thought that certain things would make me feel like an adult, but like, it's just not that way. I think being an adult is more about like being really self-reliant. Mm-hmm competent Mm -hmm. and also like having like knowing that you don't know everything Mm -hmm. because i think when you're young you think you know everything it's very annoying and you know more than other people and then when you see people do it you're like oh fuck i used to do that shit yeah and then knowing that you don't know everything i think makes yeah that's another like notch for being an adult i think no but like 
in this conversation that was had about like what would be considered to be an adult or like characteristics or traits of an adult, it was like very much like the benchmarks were like married with a kid. And it really was just like, there's children that are married with kids. Yeah. And like, like, as in like, like, you know, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. That's not how you gauge being an adult, what being an adult is. But I, I do really think that like, it is just something that some people feel and others don't at like different points in their life. And that's why like age is kind of like a silly thing. Yeah. It really is so silly. And I think feeling, you don't, to feel like an adult, it doesn't mean that you, you don't feel like a child. Like I still feel like a kid in a lot of ways in like probably the best ways Mm -hmm. of like, you know, you don't, I'm not like, I'm okay. Actually, I'm tired. I'm not going to We are tired. Sometimes I'm tired, but like, it's not like what you imagine. Like, no, you're still like, want to have fun. You still enjoy just doing dumb shit and being silly and like, you know, just being what you know people say is a kid but at the same time like like you still you know get to do the fun things that you know people consider childlike and you get, you can still like be curious and learn things and all that kind of stuff but at the same time you're able to kind of take care of yourself mm-hmm. sustain life mm-hmm. support yourself etc so it's like the best of both worlds in my yeah. opinion like we just ate a bunch of candy oh yeah so like if you looked at this table right now, you would be like a bunch of children working here. Like M M&M and M minis, sweetheart ropes, Hershey's cookies and cream bar. Like truly, only things that a small child would want to get. And look at us here: two women yeah. who are above the age of twenty nine, <laughs> eating them, consuming them with our own hard earned money. Exactly. You know. So like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, you. I don't know. I just thought it was so interesting because. I feel like I'm very adulty. Like, but I also feel like in casual settings, I'm being kind of adulty, but that was not the reaction I got from the people in this conversation. Mm. And I'm like, do you not feel like I come off as adulty? You do. I feel like I do. I think, I think the, the thing is, is that you could feel young and also feel like an adult. Like yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel old. No, no, no. I don't like, think I'm I still old. feel like, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. feel like I'm like just like this older person. I have to do older people things, but it, being an adult is what are even people. older people things though. That's the thing. I mean, it's subjective, yeah. but I do think that age is kind of, it is what you, they say that. I mean, this is cliche, but like people are always like, it's like how you feel. You I, could choose to like feel old and then you're probably going to start to really be old. <laughs> I can never feel old. I have to only feel young forever. That's, that's a secret. You just tell yourself repeatedly that you're a child. Um, oh, wait, did you hear about that study that, okay, I'm, I'm going to botch this probably a little okay. bit. You, whoever's listening, you can Google it. But there was a study done and it on kind of like on aging and how people who, God, I'm going to botch it, but it's something about if you kind of were treated like and acted like a child for longer, you age slower. I really do think that. Yeah. So like, for example, I think a lot of Arab and Muslim girls can relate to like not really moving out of your home, mm-hmm. your, your childhood home until you're it, like, you know, older, like in your twenties and sometimes even like in people's thirties, like people don't move away from their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, that can have effect on like how young you not only like feel and act, but also like how you look. No, I think that that has true. physical effects. And they did like some study on mice. They like fucking mice. No, they really did. Like they did. They like 
one of the one of the mice like had to go through like some like crazy like traumatic like fending for themselves shit okay i might be botching it something like that and then the other one was like super nurtured like all the way up until like the same they were the same age and the one that was like super nurtured and like had a really relaxed and like easy life like looked younger that's so and the sad. other one I mean, I mean i guess that makes sense like obviously life can weather you mentally and physically you know that's so. true listen i i am convinced of that because i don't know that my dad has ever been a, felt young in his life like i feel like he's someone yeah. who's perpetually felt old yeah because he's like had he had to do adult things at a much younger age and i feel like that like he does not know like it's so crazy like i feel like he's not capable of just like having fun yeah because he's like so like program yeah and i'm like it's so wild to me because i really feel like he tries and he just can't i know um but not me i'm just my dad too let's let's have some fun um okay honestly i do want to ask you this okay who sticks out as being an early positive influence in your life um is are we talking like outside of family could be anyone I definitely think um, my Puerto Rican grandma sticks out a lot. Um, she passed away when I was 10, Alayarhama. But she, she was, she's a, like the most ideal example of a kind person that I've ever seen in person yeah. in life. And I feel like I wish I could even be just like a fraction of like a, as genuine and like kind as she was and yeah. i mean i know that i was young when she passed but it's like i remember her so vividly because she she kind of like she was just as close to me as my mom like yeah. we lived close and like she like took like raised us as well with my mom so i have so many you know just early memories of her and also just from anyone else who knew her so she is sort of my example of like the type of person i would like to be yeah and I feel like kids are really good at actually sensing when someone is genuinely kind. Like kids really can, I feel like, detect it even better than like an adult can because they gravitate towards kind people. That's why like a lot of times, like, I don't know if when you were a kid, like you would go to like Azuma, like a dinner party and like some of the older women, like you really felt uncomfy and like weird around, but then randomly because it was like, fake nice there's like that one lady who it's yeah. like maybe not even super close with your family like but she was like genuinely she warm. was genuinely warm and nice so you like felt like oh like i'm not shy talking to this lady type shit because i feel like yeah like you can sense it so i feel like yeah but that is really nice though i wish i could have met yeah. her yeah no me too she's she was wonderful and so yeah she's definitely i would say the you know along with my parents but like she really sticks out as a very special person the next question is going to be what event has had a large impact on your life? Say it again. I was just going to make a fucked up joke. <laughs> joke. Um, what event has had a large impact on your life? So this has to be an event that happened while I was alive. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, dude. Oh, I mean, okay, no, I guess, no, 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 I guess not. I was going to say 1948, the no, creation of yeah, Israel. I was going to be like, literally, I was like, where is she going with this, like, after her death? Like, what's going on? But no, no, and then immediately I was like, no, this is a Palestine thing. Yes, no, I, you can definitely, that's a valid answer. And I mean, yeah, because I mean, I, I don't think I would be here had that not happened, you know? Definitely want to be in America. Would you even be alive? No, because my parents would never have met. I mean, Being, at the end of the day, Maria, 
it doesn't matter where you were born or who you were born to, you were going to be Palestinian. Yeah, listen. Listen, one thing about Maria is that she's the president <laughs> of Palestine. One thing that you might not know about Maria is that she actually... But, okay, what, let me think of an event that, like, happened in my life that had an impact. I would say, um, hmm... Probably moving to the UAE at the age of 12 yeah. for like six months to a year. I don't know how long it was. I think it was a year. Could have like, been six, she's literally looking at me like I was there. Could have been six months. I feel like when you're a child, things feel so long. But that was like, it was like a reset because when we came back to America after trying out the UAE. Gave it a shot. My parents were like, we're, well, not my parents. My mom was like, I'm done homeschooling. You guys go to public school. And then like that just changed my whole life as yeah. well. So I would say that was the biggest within my lifetime event that changed my life, you know? I mean, if I had to think of something, it would probably also be moving, but also concept of time as a child doesn't make sense because I just found out last month, in my mind, when we moved to Malaysia, I, I, I guess it was a two leg flight, I don't know, but I only remember the first part and I don't remember the second part, which is another experience of my life that I thought were two separate occasions but they all happened so we like decided we moved to Malaysia we went on an airplane to go to Malaysia but we stopped in Saudi Arabia that's when I went to Umrah as a child in my mind these are two very separate times you didn't realize it was a stop off before it was the same fucking time and how how long were you in uh Saudi I don't know. Again, do you trust my memory? Like maybe a week, maybe a month. I don't know. Maybe oh a God. D- maybe three days. Like literally could be any amount of time because I didn't even remember that we were on our way to Malaysia. Damn. I guess it was pretty... I, I was probably like, yo, are we moving to Saudi Arabia? Like I probably was just like, what? what the fuck is going on? I was seven, but like, yeah. Wow. I think moving to a different country. Yeah. Definitely. It's pretty life-altering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and I always want, I always wonder, like, how I would have turned out if we stayed there. Because we, it was, I was like 12, so that's a very like, ripe and transformative time. Damn, that's how old I was when I moved to the UAE. Except for I actually stayed lived there, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I fucked the UAE. Um, I feel like I haven't said that in a long time. Not the people, just the government. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like. How can we even know what what events like have the, altered our life the most? The most, like how yeah. do you gauge that? Yeah, I mean, there, it could be other things. I just, to me, I, I think that might have been because yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was like the earliest life altering. And I feel like that's when things Im- like impact you. The yeah. Most. Speaking of uh, living places, how did you feel about growing up in Alabama? Um, when I was growing up there. I will be honest and say that I never felt like this is where I'm from. Like, I, I think even though that is where, well, I lived, we lived in Jacksonville, Florida for a little bit when I was like, but you were a baby. I was like five. Oh, I didn't know you were I was, five. Yeah, yeah. I was like four or five. Wait, were you born in Jacksonville? No, I was born in Mobile, but we moved to, to Jacksonville oh. when I was like four or five. Okay, and like, right, right. We lived there for a year, which again felt like five years. Wow. But okay. So other, so always in the South, but, um, I, I guess I, I always felt like it wasn't a question. I always just felt like, okay, I'm going to move out of this place. Mm-hmm. Like it never, cause my parents never treated it as like, we love it here. This is our place. And we're, yeah. you know, it, it wasn't that like they hated Mobile, Alabama, but like they didn't love it. So I never loved it. Yeah. And there was nothing there to make me love it. So I never, I never really felt a deep connection to it. And I still don't obviously like, I don't, haven't lived there in a really long time. And, um, 
but now i mean i'm not like oh my god i hate it like don't want people to know i'm from i like grew up there like no like i will tell anyone and everyone that i grew up in mobile alabama i just think that you know now going back as well like it's just aside from it being the south it's very it's like a very uninspiring type place like there's not a lot of life going on it's very suburban you know you're just in your car you're going to which is nothing wrong with that i do enjoy that love that every once in a while just going to target going to starbucks but that's very repetitive that's all that there is and like that's fine but also there's so many other places where there's so much more than that which i i just yeah i always wanted a little bit comparing living in like a suburb in the south to like living in new york just very different different super different yeah like yeah i mean it was very much like routine like there's only so many places you you're gonna end up like you know what i mean like you're never meeting new people no no you're never trying new restaurants like you're never like exploring a new part of town it's always the same shit there's never new like that's the thing there's There's nothing new three new restaurants a year maybe in orlando i feel like is more like yeah orlando definitely probably even that it's like that's not that many yeah no mobile like maybe one new restaurant every two years i don't know (laughs) um so yeah i just don't feel i don't feel really negatively about it i just don't feel i'm very eh about it indifferent i'm indifferent leaning towards negative (laughs) um okay we're gonna we're gonna switch to the portion of the questions that are about friendship because i do think that they're also kind of now i'm just like literally quizzing maria and this is kind of fun i know it is kind no, of at first fun. i was like i don't even know if i can answer these questions but now i'm like whatever whatever what, comes out what do you value most in a friendship um I think what I value most in a friendship is definitely trust. I think that's just with any relationship. For sure. Yeah. And outside of that, um, I think somebody who, who like is capable of like understanding you mm-hmm. like, or like under- mutual understanding, yeah. like you don't have to think exactly the same way or like, hundred percent you know see eye to eye and everything but just to like be able to understand each other's like you know because it's it's so frustrating to feel misunderstood yeah like in a way that's like i don't know about you but i feel like the older i get the more frustrated i get if i feel like someone can't understand like do you know what i mean yeah. like because i'm like how do you not understand like you know what i it, yeah and like i think there's like a, also i think sometimes people think like understanding is like oh agreeing but it's like no, sometimes no, no, no. it's just like knowing that that person does understand yeah 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 just how where you're coming or what what you mean or what you feel because regardless I think, of if they feel the same i definitely think that like as an adult i mean if you start doing this when you're younger like that's great but like you do have to like to sustain any type of relationship un- try to understand another person mm-hmm. and like it's okay if you both have different opinions but like taking the time to like hear the person out, understand them, make sure that they know that they feel understood by you. I feel like it's something that you end up doing so much more, but everyone is like that you're around mostly is probably also like older in like that same kind of headspace where they've really kind of established. These are my morals. These are my values. These are Mm -hmm. my feelings on like, this is my position on this. So everyone has kind of established that to some degree. So you have to expect there to be like disagreements, but it really is nice to just like feel like okay, I understand this person, yeah. or this person understands me. Yeah, or at least yeah, they try. Mm-hmm. 
because a lot of people, I don't know. I feel like it is kind of hard to do with certain people, but that's why I'm not close with those people because there isn't that mutual like understanding. Um, what do you dread doing with me? (laughs) Um, I dread having to arrive on time to anywhere with you. Oh my God. Honestly, honestly, that's like maybe that was an easy level. That was, that was so easy, but no, it's true guys. It's really bad. But Maria is very patient and understanding about it, but I am getting better. I'm getting a little bit better. She's getting better. I was, she was early yesterday. I was the first person there yesterday. So like, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. I was so happy, dude. I literally, (laughs) I hate, I hate it so much. I'm like, it feels disrespectful to other people. I feel stressed out, but listen it's me fighting fucking new york and sometimes sometimes you can't take a car and i need to accept that sometimes and sometimes you can take a car and sometimes you just gotta like wrap up the the getting ready earlier listen also that but let me tell you something you would think that i lived in a mansion the way i would sit on my couch and be like oh i have to go all the way to the bathroom and it's literally like i could see it i can touch it no i can't touch it but like it's it's not far um okay i really i did think it was going to be something more annoying i'm like i definitely feel like i'm very uh i'm a particular person in a way where doing things with me is probably stressful <laughs> no no i mean listen if you want me to think of some more no i mean listen maybe it's the roast of neural call neural call not i'm hosting i'm i'm hosting it when it comes around if there was ever a roast of me maria please host it i will let me tell you another thing that people don't know about maria now i'm just gonna start saying them she's so fucking funny like here's the thing she's funny usually but she is sometimes exceptionally funny in a way where like she's like a stand-up comedian and then she'll just be on a fucking roll and it's i want you to roast me (laughs) if anyone's gonna do it you would actually do it in a funny way um okay hmm hmm a lot of these are very much like narcissistic questions for anyone to ask someone so i'm not gonna throw one in i'm just like you can throw one in it's your podcast babe (laughs) what's your favorite trait in me no 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 okay wait, wait um what do you look forward what do you most look forward to doing with me like what kind of activities do you enjoy doing um honestly i feel like you're a really good friend for like a myriad of things oh my god i, I feel like you're like really easy to just like you know be like hey let's just do this and like you'll just even if something you don't like to do like going to a theme park yeah. like you're it's still fun with you even though you don't write any rhymes. No, but like that's But she just like has a jolly disposition. I do. I do have a jolly disposition. And I feel like that's so shocking to people who don't know me personally. I am a jolly person. And you heard it from fucking Maria. Listen, not she's not always jolly. But <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, no, but, I'm, sometimes I'm coffee. No, but she definitely, um, I, she, you, you're here. <laughs> What's her talking about me like I'm not here? That bitch, nor fuck her. No, nor she, nor she again. <laughs> no, I feel like, um... But let me think of, like, my favorite thing to do with you. Kill people. No. We've never done that. But if I did have to kill someone, I would call Maria. She's very competent. Um, You know, I feel like there's something specific, though. There's definitely something specific. I'm trying to think. Like, I do enjoy a lot of activities. Like, I like eating together. Yeah, I do like eating. Maria's a fun person to eat with because I feel like she genuinely can enjoy food in the same way. And I feel like a lot of people don't enjoy food and it really pisses me off. Oh, I like like to go go 
like to I like to going to I like to go to work events with you because I feel like oh yeah you know it's always nice to, like when it's like you don't really know who's gonna be there it's nice to just go with someone you're really comfortable with and yes you know we I feel like we're usually in the same vibe of like let's like, leave let's leave yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's leave now but sometimes if it's fun we'll both be like oh maybe we should yeah. stay even though yeah. we probably had discussed leaving immediately oh another thing about Nora yeah. is she this is just like the good things about Nora <gasps> I love she's this. a really spontaneous I feel like you're really spontaneous especially in New York. Like, inter- like if we're out, or you know, honestly, maybe you're not spontaneous with everybody, but I feel like if I, yeah. I'm like, Nora, let's do this. It's really rare that you'll say no. You might say no, but like you'll be like, but after I do this, like you're yes. always down to like do something. Yeah. Even if you know, but that's the thing. You don't suggest annoying shit. I feel like yes, I probably do seem very spontaneous, but like you're never like, hey, Nora, let's go to the science museum. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you want to go to the science museum? No. Oh my god. Okay, but, like, take it back, guys. But another museum, like I would be down to yeah. go, but I really do feel like uh, my spontaneity has increased. Spontaneity post moving to New York. Isn't spontaneity? <laughs> Sorry, I'm being annoying. I actually don't know. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I also like being, I like being annoying to Nor. She does, but it doesn't annoy me. Maria does annoy me sometimes. I'll admit it, but not oh, that sure. often. Not that often. It's very shocking. Oh my god, that's crazy. I would think it would be all the time. Spontan. Because I can be annoying as wait. Love. You said spontaneity. Spon- spontaneity. Right. Spontaneity. Okay. Spontaneity. Okay, spontaneity, and then spontaneity. Did I make this up? It's anorism. Yep. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Another Arab American psycho exclusive. Spontaneity is not a oh, word. Oh, wait, no, do you remember when we were ordering the two? Oh, my God. <laughs> because I love catching Nora. Because, like, she's, a, she's the type of person that, like, knows everything. Like, but then, like, when you catch her, like, slipping. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> Honestly. Because I was like, okay, and we're going to get the fatty tuna. And then Nora's like, wait, can we get, like, a non-fatty tuna? I was like, Nora, that's Toro, which I've heard her order a million times. I know. At other places. But I guess I never sat there and thought about the fact that it is the fatty tuna. It's fine, Nora. You don't have to know everything. I don't know everything. I know, but like, <laughs> now that I know, why did she have to See, say she fatty? knows. Now I, but now I know. Yeah. And now I'm going to think about it. Yeah. And it's going to disgust me, but I'm going to eat it. Because I love Toro. But why do you have so good. But like the way she's like, you want the fatty or like the fat belly tuna or something? Just cr- There's I no belly in it. <laughs> in my mind, it's getting worse. You want the blubber? Yeah, no, she did, re- she did repeat it back to us. And then the fatty yeah, tuna. Yeah, and I was like, bitch, no, I don't And then Nora's like, um, wait, no. Can we get this? I was like, hold on, hold on. What is this fatty tuna? Can we get something else? And Maria was like, Nora, it's just Toro. And I was like, ooh. But yeah, it was the Pamplemousse. Oh, yeah, those are, oh, then the Pamplemousse. The Pamplemousse. So it's very rare. It's very rare that I catch Nora slipping. But when Listen. I do, I relish in it. She does. Also, I love relish. And I'm not a big sauce person. Oh, my God, I like relish too. Maria loves sauce. Another thing that you might not know about Maria, she loves sauce. Okay, and I feel like sauces are so good. Why would you not love them? I think it's really offensive when people don't like sauce. I'm not going to lie. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I actually, I do think I know why I don't like sauce. Why? And it's going to be a sad, it's actually going to be a sad answer that's going to make you feel sad. Well, let's <laughs> try me. <laughs> the way you're just Try looking. me. I think it's because I have uh, eating disorder sisters who hated putting sauce on things. This, so is, I was this like, is her excuse for all the no, things she doesn't like. Listen, I really feel like they conditioned Nor's me. Nor's a picky eater, guys. I'm not a... But I'm not... Am I actually a picky eater? No. Exactly. But, but you do have I'm like, picky we, eater tendencies. I have like aversions, but they're... illegal. But they're not my She doesn't own. like onions. Okay, that has nothing to do with my sister. She doesn't like delicious fatty steak. <laughs> I do hate fat. Okay, okay, maybe some people don't. Whatever. 
It just, it's fine, Nora. I'm just bullying you. I know. I think it's, it's bullying Nora Hour. I think we talked about the roast. Yeah, yeah. And then my mind okay, subconsciously wait. was like, let's. I have a question no, no, for you. I don't actually want to roast you. I feel like I've done enough. No, no, no. Actually, this is this is entertaining. I feel like, listen, people come on the show. They want to be nice to me because they're guests and they don't. And they don't know you. They don't know me. But like you can bully me and people. They, let's give some them. Let's give them some variety. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Oh, no, these are all positive. No, I want negative. I want negative. No, I want negative. Okay, this is so dramatic. If we could do one thing together before we die, what would it oh be? Oh my god. It's it's super morbid. Oh, let's go to Palestine. <gasps> I feel like that's a, a, an answer that only Palestinians are going to be like, oh, that's the <gasps> everyone else is going to be like, "Oh, of course. Of course they would say that." Shut the fuck up. If you thought that, yeah. You're a Zionist. But no, I think that that would be really really cool. Let's go to Palestine. Yeah. Let's go to Palestine for our, but I was gonna say our, our because it's like a collective hour. It's like Maria's birthday is right there, and then Dobby's birthday is the same birthday as mine. Yeah. He's her cat, and we're just gonna all go to Palestine together. Yes. You think they're gonna let Dobby in? No. Damn fuck. No. They're gonna be like, we saw your social media posts. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Hmm. Not me wanting to ask you questions just to be like, because I'm like, I already know what the answer is going to oh. be. And it's going to be something fucked up, but that's baiting and I'm not going to bait you. Why not? I already roasted you. What is one piece of advice? Wonderful. Hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. What is one piece of advice you would give to me if you knew I wouldn't get offended? Oh my God, Nora, we're <laughs> See, I told you. I but like, if you really want me to answer it. You're like, well, if you asked, you asked. No, no, no. But like, maybe we'll cut it. But like, tell no, me. No, I feel like I've given maybe you we'll all keep the it. Maybe we'll keep it. Maybe we'll keep it. Guys, I've given Nora all the advice. So it's not like there's anything that I could give her that she doesn't know. What's the advice? I think that uh, my advice to you would be that. <laughs> your reaction to constructive criticism in the moment could be worked on. <laughs> but. But what? <laughs> Listen. In the, Listen to this. No, guys. no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry. Here's the thing. I think that, like most things, everyone's opinion is going to be subjective, right? So, if I feel as though the constructive criticism does not genuinely feel like it applies, I will react. But if I feel like, okay, let me think about that. If I don't feel certain about it, I will take it. Yeah, I mean, obviously not everyone has to take all cr- constructive criticism. I think maybe I should have reworded, reworded that. But I will say that you do, I do think you take, I just, I feel like when you take criticism, it's like usually after the fact. Not after, but like a little, like you spent, you need to spend time with it on your yeah. own rather than like right when you hear something, which is, I think, normal and fine. I'm yeah. sh- sure I do the same thing. So yeah, I like to think. Yeah, I think thinking is really important. I think thinking is really good. But no, honestly... I do feel like it does take me a while to like really like if someone has like feedback to give me like I really like to think about it. Yeah. But also I feel like just I'm like I feel like my thought patterns are. Can you, can you give me a piece of advice? Wait, what was the it said um, piece of advice you get that if you knew she wouldn't be mad? Piece of advice wouldn't be mad. I mean, I don't think you would be mad at any of the things that I would think of. I, I honestly don't think that I would be mad at anything you would think of either. Because I really, I like advice. I'm trying to think. Okay, wait, hold on. Oh, okay. 
sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when Maria decides, like, this is how I feel about it, right? So she'll have her feeling. We love the feeling. We, we appreciate the feelings. But sometimes if you try to say, like, if you try to counter it, she'll start talking really fast. <laughs> yes. And then it makes it impossible for you to then say anything. And then it feels like she's talking faster and faster. And then you feel kind of, well, at least I'm not... I'm only speaking for myself. <laughs> then I feel kind of like, holy shit, like I, she's talking so fast. She's saying a lot of things. She's not angry. No, I, I get a little bit manic for sure. But yeah, but like you, you don't seem angry, but like you're talking so fast that I feel like all I want to do then is like calm you down. Yeah. That's my reaction. No, I, I actually, I'm very well aware of this yeah, issue yeah, yeah. of mine because I, and I, not an excuse, but it is an ADHD thing where when you like, you start talking faster because you want to be able to get everything you're saying yeah. out because you feel like them countering you is like them not understanding what you're yeah. trying to say. And like, you're like, no, but let me just like beat it into you, which is really obviously not fun. But let me ask you a question though. Because I, I do try to be like very calm because I feel like I can tell that you're like, you want to make sure that you can say it. Is it annoying to you when I'm calm? No, no, no. It's definitely better than like the counter, which would be like, because I yeah. obviously like, you know, have arguments yeah, with my siblings yeah, 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 and like, yeah. there's no respect there. So yeah, we like, yeah. you know, <laughs> just talk over each other. And I think that might be where it comes from because like most of my <clears throat> like arguments or whatever disagreements have been with siblings were like, yeah. doesn't, we don't care about like hearing or we, you know, especially younger, you don't care about hearing the other one out. You just want to say all the shit you want as to much say. as you can. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I definitely go, it's like, um, <laughs> I think Tark used to say that I would go Banshee mode. Oh my God. That's what it is. Cause I like, just like start really like, it's so it's like whoa and it'll come out of nowhere because she's like, not angry well no but the, it's not anger it's, it's more of like an anxiety of like yes. i need to get this all out and i feel it's a frustration almost yeah like, okay frustration i recognize it's like a childish but like it'll happen out of nowhere and i never anytime it's ever happened i've never expected it even once because you'll go from just speaking like no 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 to just like Brrr, and i'm just like whoa <laughs> so um i don't even know I guess I was supposed to give you an advice on that. Maybe take a breath. Yeah, honestly, good, good <laughs> take a breath. Take a little breather. Because then I'm just like, but also I'm used to fighting with my, like my sister. Or like when Reem does that, now I'm just going to call out Reem. When Reem does that, if I start being calm, it makes her angry. It's something that I've realized. So it's actually better for me to either say nothing at all or fight her. Yeah. Like she would respect me more if I fought her versus like when I get calm, she's like, it's so condescending. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be condescending. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually, I mean, I guess if you were like super like angry earlier and then like you like went calm suddenly when I like got riled up, that might be annoying. But yeah. then it's like, but I feel like it's never like that no. heightened anyway. So because I also feel like I, Maria's seen me get very angry though. It happened last year. You saw me get it, it, like scared. Like, yes, we were sitting in my living room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I've seen I've seen you angry. You've seen me more times. angry than that. Um, no, no. Yeah, that yeah. Was I was gonna be like that was most angry. that was the most angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely get angry, but I feel like extreme anger. I don't know that I actually like. I will jokingly get angry, but to like actually be angry, I don't feel like I get that angry. Do yeah. I? No, no. You don't. I feel like I only like to get angry about funny things. <laughs> you yeah, know, you get fake angry. I love to be fake angry. It's really fun. But wait, hold on. That was fun. That was fun. Wait, how do you cope when things get hard? Oh. To be honest, it's it's really a matter of kind of almost like talking myself out of like whatever the... I mean, I guess depending on what type of hardship, but like I feel like 
with whatever hardship it is usually comes like anxiety and like stress and either like sadness or angriness and like to deal with those emotions i feel like i just try to rationalize Mm -hmm. things and i i just like remind myself i know this just like sounds silly but like i genuinely like i don't say it out loud but in my mind i'm like like I know that this feeling will pass eventually, so why am I relishing in it right now? I don't for some reason it doesn't it doesn't make me feel good to stay angry or stay sad. It doesn't feel good. Like I feel like the the longer I I stay in those negative emotions, the worse they get and the more they perpetuate and turn into other things. So I really try to nip nip them in the bud. I don't like that. I don't like it either, but also I'm realizing now you and I have that in common where we both don't like to be upset for long. Like we don't, we want it to end. Like, yeah, yeah. like even if it's like, we can't resolve it, but we just like, we'll be like, you know what? I'm going to like not be in this mood anymore. Yeah. I just like find ways to accept mm-hmm. whatever it is and just like deal with it the, the best that I can. Mm-hmm. And like some things are harder than others and take, take longer, but I think it's just, it's a lot of mental, a lot of just mental um, coaching for myself. Literally. Cause yeah, like I'll hear I'll hear things that'll annoy me, uh-huh. and like you know that, that annoying feeling that feeling lingers. Like you don't even remember what you're annoyed by, yep. um, and then you just have to like be like, okay, just just fucking who cares? Because then you're just gonna be in a bad mood for what? Yeah, like it doesn't resolve anything. It doesn't. It does nothing. And like usually it's like okay, it'll make you spiral. It's not productive. What's the point? And like also like when I am actually upset, it does it like. I mean, I feel like most people feel this way, but like it affects every other part of my day or my life. So I'm like, I just need to feel this, like take the time and then be over it so that I can like carry on with my day because I don't know, I hate letting that like negative emotion like almost control me. Yeah, and consume. Yeah, no, fuck that. Fuck that. Okay, what are you most proud of about yourself? (sighs) I don't know why I'm doing it. I feel like... This is also such an it's such a narcissistic question to ask, but I think I'm I'm most proud of um, my ability to <laughs> no, tell my me. ability to like change, and, and I I don't mean change like in like oh I'm changing like the corporate, but like I feel like I even at my age I'm able to like when I do identify like negative traits, like I am able to like kind of change them yeah. over time. Like I feel like like maybe a year or two ago, I like noticed, not noticed, I was, it was brought to my attention <laughs> that I, that I not only talk over people when I'm in an argument, but sometimes I will jump, I'll talk over people in general. And I mean, okay, again, not an excuse, but it is a symptom of ADHD where you like, or I, you, you don't want to forget the thought you're saying, so you'll sometimes like cut someone off in a conversation to respond, even though they weren't finished saying their whole thing. And I caught myself once I heard that. At first, I was like, "Wait, really?" I was like, "I just didn't want to believe it because no one had said it to me." But like, you don't tell someone that, like, you know what I mean? Like, especially like just casual people, yeah. just like, "Hey, you cut me off." Yeah, like, you usually take someone close to you to say that. Yeah. Um, and so then I I started like practicing allowing people to finish which I it's still it's not doesn't come naturally I still sometimes have to like stop myself from responding as early as I want to and I still do talk over people but like just know that I'm way better than I used to be but it's so crazy because I think I'm just used to it because like I have a lot of siblings who talk over me so I never 
But you don't really do it that much. Or unless you stopped doing it, so now I, like, forgot. But I'm I think like, I, I used to do it more. I yeah. mean, I just did it right now. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, unless I was, like, crying, I would never be like, hey, like, I was fucking talking. Because then... I mean, I'm sure there have been numerous times where, like, you'll start talking, and then I'll, I'll talk over you, and then you'll talk over me, and then we just do it back and forth yeah, to each other. Yeah, that's I think certain people you, you just you, talk over yeah. more, with more ease, but I think I used to do it even with the people I didn't know that well, because yeah. I would, not to be like, only make this about me, but, like, it's like an anxi- a social anxiety thing as well. Like, say you're, like, I can imagine, like, scenarios, like, at events where you're, like, in a circle with a few people, mm-hmm. and, like, someone's talking, and then, like, you're, like oh my gosh yes I did it and also like finishing people's sentences mm-hmm. I didn't realize this actually like as much as like in my brain it like I used to think that that was like a way of making people think I was or not think or letting people know that I was listening to them and engaged yeah. in their story it actually can come across as apparently it can come across as like like interrupting almost <laughs> you know I'm like laughing because you're like it's like interrupting but that's literally the definition of interrupting well no i mean like you know when someone's talking and then you no no yeah, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. would you think that that I, no, I, no. I i used to think that was like you know when you're finishing someone's sentence like when they're like and it kind of just like felt like da-da-da, and like yeah and then you, you'll go like yeah like you felt like da-da-da. like sometimes like as much as i can be reassuring i think that yeah for some people it's like i just realized i definitely do i do that i definitely do that i mean i think everyone does yeah and i don't think it always comes across that way but i think excessively it can um but those are two things uh, dude we were supposed to talk about what i like about myself i was just basically saying i like that i i'm able to like be self-aware enough god i hate i feel like people who are self-aware never say that they're self-aware i'm not as obviously i can be more self-aware but i'm just saying that at least I am self-aware enough to hear new information about myself mm-hmm. and then make a conscious effort to work on it or change it. Yeah. I feel like doing that makes me feel like this sounds so stupid, but like it kind of it just makes me feel like I am ever evolving. <laughs> but that's not stupid. But you know, like I I don't know. I think when I was younger I didn't think that I didn't think about like I, I kind of always wanted to feel like, okay, I, you know, everyone's working on themselves, but like, you're not really doing any real work. You're just mm-hmm. like saying, well, yeah, I do work on myself, but when you actually do the work, it feels rewarding almost. Cause you, I don't know, you know that you're able to do better and not just like talk about it or like say that you do better, but actually do better. Cause you, you're doing it for yourself. Cause I don't want to do that. I don't think people. that's stupid at all. I think that like, that's like that is what makes someone self-aware is like the ability to identify something within themselves that like okay when I do this perhaps like it makes someone feel like disrespected or whatever the case may be and like taking the time to be like what efforts can I take and what actions can I take to like not do this because it's doesn't feel good like but like no not that many people I feel like just from living in the world yeah. are doing that. So it is like really amazing and like a good quality to have. Yeah. And I think it's something that like, I, you know, haven't like, Oh, mastered, like, you know, being, you know, working on all of like my negative traits, but it's like, you like learn, you figure them out as you go, you know? Yeah. And there's no way to just like sit there and ever like, cause I genuinely didn't know that yeah, I did that. Yeah. Look, I just did it again <laughs> to you, but like, I, I genuinely and didn't, I didn't notice again. Like, I, I guess I just assumed that like everybody was doing that. I didn't notice that like, maybe I'm doing it more. I mean, maybe everybody does do it here and there, but 
my goal is to like not feel like I need to like respond right away or like jump into it but it's it, it comes naturally to just do that, especially yeah. when I'm not on ADHD medicine. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely like a hard thing to do, but like, no, to not be ever evolving, I feel like is like you're dead. Yeah. Like, and like, what's the benefit of, of not like listening to what someone, like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, what, am I, I'm going to feel good about myself. No, I don't do that. Yeah. Like, so it's just me feeding my own like ego. Yeah. Instead of just like being like, hey, if someone said I do that, like, I should look into that and maybe work on it because I wouldn't want someone to do that. No, and I definitely feel like that's something. And I think that's why, like, just because I'm like thinking here, I'm like, okay, when I get criticism, I think that sometimes it's because I'm like, I don't think that that's true. But like, if it does feel true, like, I'll be like, okay, like, what steps? But like, I think that that is. I think it depends on where the criticism yeah. is coming from. Because if it's coming from a person who's just trying to hurt you, then that criticism might not be true at all. But it's not even that. It's just like more so like kind of also tying in with the like, oh, like feeling understood, right? Yeah. Because definitely like even Reem, she loves to give me criticism. Like constructive criticism is her favorite thing to do. And sometimes she's like spot on. She's fucking right. Like yeah. 100%. Like she'll say it and it might pain me to admit it. But I'm like, yeah, no, like you're right. I'm being a little bitch right now. Yeah. But I do feel like maybe it's like within the last few years, I'm like, I feel like I know... I understand what my intentions are behind things. So maybe like, that's why it takes me a minute to like sit there and think about it. It's like, okay, I know what my intention was. So like, let me reflect on what my behaviors were type of thing. You know what I mean? So it's maybe even sometimes like not even just like correcting a behavior, but like also like reconsidering your presentation of something Mm -hmm. I think that's something that definitely I've been thinking a lot more about is like the way I relay things Mm -hmm. versus like what I'm actually doing yeah because I think that there's definitely my relaying of messages can be a little yeah I feel like also yeah when it comes to things that like have to do with intention yeah because obviously like I don't mean to like I'm not like I want to cut this person off yeah that's like not what the criticism is about is about the behavior but I guess if the criticism is like linked to like like what they assume your intention is, but like, you know, that's not your intention. It's definitely not something that you can, you'll just instantly be like, yeah, because like, you know what your intention yeah. is. Yeah. So it's more, yeah. But I do think that you clearly have done the work to not do those things anymore. Cause I haven't noticed you doing them. Except for when I go banshee mode. Except for when you, but that doesn't happen often. And I, again, and I never expect it. Every time it happens, I'm always just like, what the fuck? I, I wish I could but film I you. Know, I'm not like, like no. super mad or anything when I but do that. I always, it's just a but literal, I know like, you're I'm not, not mad. good at, at I know relaying things when I know. I'm in that like yeah that's that's why I'm saying I'm like it's never it never feels like she's angry but she'll start talking so fast and I'm like when did the speed increase yeah and I think that like when I, I've done that in the past like with not even just you like other people they'll be like oh like don't get so worked up or like don't don't stress like and I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, I guess it appears as if I'm super worked up. And maybe I am worked up. But, like, I don't want... But you're not angry. That's the I thing. I don't want yeah. the person to feel like I'm, like, super fucking, like, oh, yeah. my... Because I'm going to, like, after I say it, I'm going to feel fine. Yeah. I'm just like, I want to get it all up right now. And da, 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 da. Like, it's it's annoying. But I think that it's definitely worth noting. And, like... Um, but, no, I'm like, I just... It's so interesting because I feel like... 
Is this a therapy session? No, it's not. But the speed <laughs> in which she speaks is just so fast. It's like, I feel like I can't explain it. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, I mean, I believe you because I've heard it from it's multiple so people. It's so fast. Unrelated people. Okay, I feel like I'm harping too much on it. But I'm just like, literally, guys, I don't know. Like, she should enter some type of competition. She's just like, you talk so fast. How is it possible that you think I talk That's fast? how fast you're talking is that I think it's so fast. I'm like, it literally will happen. And then like, oh my God, it's... It's like almost like I want. I'm going to film her the next time because not because just I'm scared, but because I'm just like this is so crazy that you're talking this oh quickly. Um, okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like I want to do at least one more question. Okay, if not two, we're going to just do a light one in between. What are three words to describe what you're most grateful for? Life, life, love, <laughs> and laughing. <laughs> that honestly facts bars no but actually i mean i guess i'm just gonna go the safe route family okay. good family health and i guess fr- friends <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so reluctant like fuck you guys You're like i guess friends no just like you know the people of my life yeah 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 life l-y-f my life um that was too late Okay, so the question is, how do you know when you can trust someone? Ooh. This is my Love Island voice. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, me do it, let me do it again. How do you know when you can trust someone? Oh, that's like when he does like the, yeah. tonight. Yeah. Um, that's a good one, but to be honest, I think that's like the hardest fucking thing. There isn't like a specific, like, oh, th- when this happens, mm-hmm. this is when I know I can trust someone. I think the older I get the, and the more experiences I have, the least I trust anybody Facts. off the bat. And I think that especially, you know, like, just don't trust anybody. No. Um, I feel like that's where that was going. <laughs> but I think it's, like, I think even when you really trust somebody, like, you just got to always, like, keep one eye open. Keep an eye out for Selena or sleep like a dolphin. No, I don't know. I think, I think when I feel like I trust somebody it's usually after a longer period of time being in, you know, company with that person and having conversations and seeing them in different situations and like, you know, just noticing the consistencies, the inconsistencies. Um, but I, I do think that I, in general, as much as I, I say, I don't trust people, but like, there's, there's not a lot of things that I normally would talk about with a new person anyways, that I, that I would be scared to trust someone with, you know? Like, I keep it pretty light. You're also, like, I feel like a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A forgiving person? Yeah, I think so. And so I feel like that probably, like, helps aid in, like, the ability to, like, like, yes, you're, like, observing, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, also I feel like you are someone I know who I feel like is very forgiving of like, okay, like this person made a mistake type of thing. And like you, you are good at recognizing like humans are going to make mistakes. Like you're not going to like hold it against that person, which I feel like is also like really healthy and like a good way to like think about things is like allowing someone to make a mistake and then not We're all going to make mistakes. And like, I think a lot of people will hold other people like, super accountable for things but then not even hold themselves accountable which i think is like just so silly it's hypocrisy it's hypocrisy um but yeah when it comes to like trusting people honestly it takes a fucking lot for me to truly trust somebody but like i'm okay with having people in my life that like you know you're trustworthy enough yeah 
And, like, I'm not never going to... I mean, I guess it's not like I have some deep, dark secrets that I'm, like, scared <laughs> to trust people on. It's more so, like, you wouldn't want to rely on somebody that yes. you don't trust for something. You yes. Know? Like, yes, yes, yes. You know who you can go to for things that, you know... Matter. I think it's also, like, what you said, like, you have to, like, have a lot of shared experiences with people in different situations, with mm-hmm. different circumstances to kind of gauge if that person... Because, yeah, like, trust is very synonymous, I feel like, with, like, reliability and, like... Yeah. like just feeling like a sense of like comfort or safety. And I think it's like after seeing people in like different environments around different people that like helps you gauge how much you can trust that person. Yeah. Cause I feel like, I mean, both of us have lived enough life to know that like, you know, not that it's like, Oh, you're a terrible person, but like, you're like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have trusted this person type of thing. You know what I mean? I think, and I think for me, it's like being okay with, Knowing that, like, whatever I'm giving to somebody, if I'm, you know, if it's somebody who I'm, I still don't trust 100%, which I don't trust anyone 100%, but, like, somebody I, I don't have, like, you know, very long history of trust with, I just don't give them enough. I don't give enough mm-hmm. to them for them to, like, really let me down in the first place. Yeah. Like, if they do something that, like, breaks my trust or I don't like, it's like, okay, well, whatever. It's not that big of a, it's not that much of a loss because I wasn't as, I wasn't, I didn't invest myself fully, kind of. But, um, yeah, trust is really interesting. I feel like something that, like, I learned within the past seven years that I lived in New York was that, like... Because I think in my life prior to New York, I wasn't... You know, you're not meeting that many people. You know, you're just not meeting that many new people. You know, I'd meet people online, but, like, you're not meeting new people in a town like Mobile, Alabama um, very often. But... Here, you're just, like, constantly meeting new people. And I think at first, like, you know, anyone who's nice or funny or cool for the moment, you're like, oh, my God, I love this person. Like, yes. And I think now it's like, yeah, I will meet people. I'm like, they're so funny. I love them. But also, I'm like, I just know in the back of my head, like, okay, I don't really know them, though. So, you know, as much as, yes, this is great, this is fun, and I'll hang out with you again, I'm not, like, decided on you as a person, essentially. Like, And I, I don't think anyone should, like... I think it's also a big red flag when someone like immediately is like, oh my God, I love you so much. And I think that like, I really like vibe with you so much. And I, I think it's a nice thing. And I think it's well-intentioned, but it very rarely do I, do I put much weight on it? I don't believe, you know what I mean? Cause Cause I, it's superficial. Ultimate, it's superficial, ultimately, yeah. like, is it nice? Sure. But like this person is basing this like, oh my God, I love you on superficial things. And it feels like almost like forced intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yes, it, it is a red flag, honestly, for me, like when someone is just so quickly, like super comfortable, I know that I can make people feel comfortable, but like there's different levels of comfort. I feel like comfortable, but also like really like gassing you up to me. I'm like, uh, uh, this is weird. Yeah. Like there's a difference. Yeah. I just have to like keep an eye on it. Yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, it really, there's, they'll be fine normal people but i think for the most part those people are usually they're saying that to everyone everybody they're meeting usually and like it is a way of you know forcing intimacy and i think my younger self would like fall into it because i would think like oh my god like yeah like they like we're so alike Mm -hmm. and then you find out later like no like it's like a form of love bombing almost it literally dude i feel like love bombing and friendships is 
something that I've experienced but didn't realize until like the last two years or something. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, I was literally love bombed. Totally. And I guess I love being love bombed. I don't know. But I know, love bombing is great. And honestly, <laughs> listen, is it terrible? Sure. But is it also kind of nice sometimes? It's really fun in the moment. It's kind of fun. It's like, oh my God, tell me more about how amazing you think I am. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's not even necessarily that. It's like I don't know. It's so weird. But yeah, yeah no. I, I think just knowing that like yeah. as great as this might seem, it's like you have to understand like you've there's not enough time there's not no. enough history there's not enough familiarity for it to like be 100 percent solid and like for you to fully trust that like instant connection so to say but yeah do you have any new year's resolutions goals anything about yourself because i know you were reading that book the fucking atomic habits yes like did you finish this book, by the way? I still have not finished it. Listen, I feel like you read enough. And I feel like it gave you a lot of uh, interesting uh, perspective on, like, life and, like, you know, just being a human existing in the world. Right. Um, but unrelated to that book or possibly related, like, what are some things that you have, like, set for yourself to achieve this year? Like, as far as, like, self-improvement. Um, I definitely been working on like building better habits and like that goes hand in hand with that book also not sponsored this seems like we're sponsored by this book i wish we were but you guys should read it it's called atomic habits but basically like just at my everyday habits whether it be like the way that i take care of my home the way i take care of my body um you know the way that i like show up for friends like i feel like i I mean, I'm not, I would say, I think anyone who knows me personally knows I'm a very kind of introverted, love to stay home, always, I know I've said procrastinate a million times on this podcast, but I'm a very procrastinating person. It all kind of goes hand in hand with, you guessed it, ADHD. I'm sorry. I know this sounds so annoying, but it's really true. This episode is sponsored by Vivance. It's really fucking true. And like, I don't, yeah, so I don't, and I don't take like, um, ADHD medication regularly, even though I probably should. But basically, those, all those things are not excuses. Like I can definitely like build like those better habits, and I that's just something that I want to do more of this year. And then also like actually following through with kind of certain I don't know like work plans and things that I've been wanting to do, and they're all based around the habits that like you do day to day. Because you know you can have a great, beautiful, amazing idea. And that's great. And you might have a burst of energy here or there, but unless you're like consistently working on it and like doing the little things day to day that don't seem like they're going to, like they don't seem like they're making a difference. That's the only way you're actually going to. Is that the book that talks about making your bed? Um, I think it definitely probably talks about that, but I don't think it's the main point. No, no, no. But like, do they like talk about like the importance of like making your bed? I haven't gotten to that part, <laughs> but no, basically the, the whole point of the book is it's a, it's written by a guy. I should know his name, honestly. No, but, like, but he he had like a really debilitating injury. He was like a baseball player in high school, and I know that sounds so boring. And I was like reading the like the the introduction. I was like, I do not relate with this man at all. But he basically went from like think like he was never going to play sports again oh. to like going to college and like winning all these championships and all this shit that like a normal person who didn't even have a disability probably wouldn't have done it's just because he decided to implement like little positive habit habits in his life that weren't even all related to his sports it was also just like things for his life in general it's what makes like a successful person successful and and like it's the separation between unsuccessful people and successful people essentially interesting 
yeah, so that's <laughs> that's the book. Nothing about making a bed, but I guess <laughs> I don't know. No, because I feel like but maybe it's, I don't know. I just didn't get to that part. Maybe I'm trying to think if it's that book, but also every time she talks about that book, it does kind of make me. I laugh. need to finish it, guys. I I honestly like have been only been reading it on a plane, so she's been on. It's a plane book, so I guess we got to get Maria on a plane. We do, and that's. What I, I need to read more books. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say I'm reading tons of books. I'm not. Again, ADHD. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I actually do want to read more about books. Box. Box. I, I want to read more, more box. box. No, I, I do. Want to. Did you ever use like? Did you ever like enjoy reading? Like, oh, yeah. Were, yeah. When that's, I was a kid, I did. I loved reading. I mean, I didn't. Okay, I'm not gonna say I loved reading. Like, oh my god! But I always had at least a few books a year that I was like you know, super into and like would read all of them and was like, I need more. But like now it's like, I might read one book a year. I used to love fucking reading, man. And like, it's still like a, Oh, I'm reading it on the plane. I'm reading it when I don't have my, I don't know. It's, it's bad. I think it's, I think reading, I do a lot of reading on my phone, but it's like articles. By articles, she means TikToks. No, I'm just joking. Oh, and TikTok. <laughs> TikTok's more than the articles. Listen. No, no. Tick, listen, the TikToks are... You might need to fact check them, but the TikToks they are telling you things that you wouldn't know otherwise. Yeah. So that's the news. And like sometimes they'll like put, like I'll like see a TikTok and then mm-hmm. I go down like a, a Google hole and then it's, you know, even more reading. But I do feel like it's like hard. Reading is hard. No, no, no. It's not that it's hard to read. I think for whatever reason, because it's not a matter of me being like, I don't have time. Yeah. That's not what it is. Like, it's prioritizing I, the time for but reading. But it's also like, I think I spend a lot of time like reading emails and like little things like that, that reading anything feels like not a relaxing thing. To I think do. that's what it must be. And so I want to like do something else because I've definitely tried to buy books to like entice myself to read. And like, yeah, yeah I probably read like, I don't know, like three books last year, which is more than I read the year before possibly. But that's like, a lot of books. that's not a lot. I know. Okay. I think it's subjective. There are some people who book, like read books constantly, but I definitely think there's a lot of people who don't read at all or like might read one book. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I want to definitely get back into reading, but I just need to because I think that once you do it it's enjoyable and it doesn't feel like a task but it's like the getting your it's kind of like going to the gym yeah exactly yeah it's like you're gonna feel good once you're doing it and after you do it but like it's like getting yourself to do it and that's why we are going to read Atomic Habits so that we can go to the gym and read books and we're gonna read a book in order to fucking read a book Sarah said that she thinks that you should really read it I don't not interested in that (laughs) I'm not interested in it. Um, but thanks, Sarah. We'll tell you what, what happened in just... In a, I haven't gone to that part either. Well, you don't need it. Yeah, I don't. Who knows what we're talking about? Could it be a heroin addiction? Um, she's like, I don't do heroin, but Nora does. Um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Oh, that's so hard, Nora. Shut the fuck up and answer the question. Ugh. Um, the best advice that I've ever been given? What the fuck? I genuinely, like, that's a hard question. I've never thought, I've never sat down and, like, indexed all the advice I've gotten. And there hasn't been one that has stuck out to me. But um, maybe I would say... I think any piece of advice that has 
has urged me to like just start something Mm -hmm. rather than just talking about it Mm -hmm. is really good advice that I need. Yeah. Cause it is hard. It is hard. (laughs) It really is. And I think that sometimes it takes you grow, like you getting to a point in your life personally where you realize that that is the only way that like, yeah, you'll get to whatever it is that you want to get to or like finish whatever it is you're trying to fit. I don't know. I also got some really good advice from this girl called Nora. Nor E, she told me um, that I need to not ramble on no. and talk super fast. No, I'm just kidding. Just because you gave me the advice in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only fitting to like yeah, add that yeah, in there. Yeah. Sorry, uh, that was a bad answer to your question. No, it wasn't because now I'm like, this is a really hard question because now I've been trying to do this thing when I right when I asked you the question. I mean, I'm listening to you. No, no, no. She's not listening. No, I am listening to what she's saying, but I'm also like, fuck, that's a really hard question because like is. I'm like, damn, I can't. I feel like my my parents like separately have given me probably some really good advice and For I'm sure. I'm letting them down by like not remembering specifically. But I'm also like was it advice or was it just a realization that I had? Right. You know what I mean? I'm like did someone tell me this or did I just like realize I it? think with a lot of like the good advice that I've received it's taken me to like taken me time afterwards to like actually realize it for myself and then believe the advice or like take the advice at that point it's like everything my mom has ever said to me until like five years ago and then it just all hit me at once like she was fucking right right. about everything and then i'm like oh my god i need to listen to her and then she'll tell me to do something i'm like i'm not doing that um (laughs) oh i think a really good piece of advice and like i i sure i've gotten it from multiple sources but definitely my dad at some point it's just like to not care about yeah. like just not to care about people what people think Absolutely. i mean as much as my dad needs to take that advice as well respective respectfully but like re- or respectively but like i think that's no respectfully that was was correct respectively respectively would i mean like in his own ways oh okay yeah i think my dad oh also okay respectfully and respectively oh, i thought you were saying like respectfully no you know, like, yeah, he'll yeah, get yeah. that advice based on like things that he feels like oh i don't care what people think but then he has like, tons of things that he cares yeah, yeah, what other people yeah, yeah, think yeah. about but i think that was some, that's something that took you know my late 20s to like really be like oh this is like something that i want to practice in my life is to like try i mean it's impossible i mean maybe it's not impossible but i haven't um conquered it no, and that's why we're perfected it. But it's nice to like care less and less about other people's opinions, or like to know what opinions are valuable, valuable or not. Yeah, yeah. like that's not to say you that. don't care about people no, no, no. or their feelings. It's more so just like the things that the stupid things that you're like, oh, I'm, I'm worried about what people are gonna think of the way I look or like the way that I, you know, just to not care. And if they're going to say those things or think those things, they're going to do it regardless. And if you care, you're just hurting yourself because you're invoking negative emotions. And if you don't care, then it's fine. Yeah. I think that like, I don't you feel like when you were younger, you cared so much about like, if people talk shit about you, I feel like for me, I, I cared a lot more about like, you know, it like upset me the thought of someone talking shit. And now, I mean, yes, depending on the person and like what they're saying, it's bothersome. But I, I think I just, I am accepting of the fact that like people are always talking and like people might say things in passing that would sound so like hurtful, but they don't, it's not that deep and yeah. it's not, they don't mean it. And it's just like people talk to talk. 
people do talk to talk. I don't know. I guess I'm not going to say I don't care if people like me. There are people that I care if they do like me, but it's usually people that like I have already formed a relationship. So I'm more thought, like I try to be more thoughtful, but like, I will say just in general, I don't care if people like me. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, like I just, unless I know the person, I really don't care. And I think that I, my brain has always kind of, I don't know why I, I'm assuming it's my parents. I'm assuming it's something that they said to mm-hmm. me when I was younger that made me just like, not cause I'm like, I don't feel like even in like high school, like I don't, but like, but did you ever feel like bothered thinking people were ever talking about you or like I think any, shit talking, you anything w- that I can think of that is like, not bothersome in the way that like you're hurting my feelings, but bothersome and like who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I will say that's my reaction. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. who the fuck are you to be saying that? Like, yeah. but like it's less about what they're saying and just the fact that they're like saying anything about me. Like who are you to say anything about this? Mm-hmm. You fucking idiot. But I feel that that that's my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> me like I never get angry. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck are you no but i feel like that's always what pisses me off if someone is saying something about me or anyone it's like who are you why are you speaking i don't even care what you're saying but like why are you you as a person why are you speaking about this shut up just shut up just shut up and i think that that's the end of the episode shut up shut up up. just shut up shut up yeah we should probably shut up i don't know do we make it up no it's um is that i feel like it's a very famous song well we just wrote it so d- listen people listening to this are gonna be like these dumb bitches listen this is how you record a podcast episode with your friend that you are silly oh, with it's a black eyed piece i i was gonna say it was fergie i knew it i knew it sorry <laughs> that was me cutting door off again maria found found out that the song was written apparently by the black eyed peas yeah not me i knew fergie had something to do with it Fergie always has something to do with it. She does. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, wait. One more thing before we go. Yeah. Did you hear the news about Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny? Yes, Maria. How do you feel about it? <laughs> um, I'm not a fan. I already knew. Okay. No, I already knew that you weren't a fan. Because I am on Bad Bunny TikTok. Are you? And it is because of Maria. But not like by force. I actually have respect for Bad Bunny's ability to make fucking bops. <laughs> and I will sing along the songs and I will shout Maria's name if I ever hear them anywhere at any given time. I love that. But <laughs> it does seem like everyone is really angry about it. Yeah, because it's just like candle? <laughs> candle? Anyways. I. Don't know. I- I mean, I don't actually care that much. It's just a fun little piece of pop culture news that's going on right now. Imagine if we just did a whole pop culture episode. That would be fun. No one, like... The, Who cares? The, no one would care about... It's any, on TikTok. Any just, of the pop culture I have to share, but... Yeah. Listen. Apparently, Lil Yachty made a bad album. <laughs> and I decided to tell Maria that. What, what did I say it was? Little... Uh, yeah, you said... I was like, you're like, oh, it's like one of those like little rappers. I was like, Playboy Cardi? And you're like, yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. It's Playboy Cardi. It's not. It was Lil Yachty. Didn't they both start out on SoundCloud, though? That I do not know. I feel like they're... Listen, SoundCloud rappers, in my mind, they just kind of all interchangeable... 
just generally. Well, anyways, now we're just above and beyond time, aren't we? Yeah. What are we at? Well, I'm going to edit it, so I don't want to say. Okay. (laughs) 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 I'm going to keep that part in, though. Um, Well, Maria, this has been delightful. Um, It has. Where can people follow you online and see other sides of you? Um, They can follow me on Instagram. On TikTok. On TikTok. And that is about it. And I'll just let you guys figure out what my handle is because I'm going to leave it in the I don't episode care. description. It's just her name. But are, are people actually like going into, well, maybe, yeah. Like I've just been on the podcast so many times. I don't think that anyone knew, like anyone who's listens to this podcast has either chosen to follow me or not. And you would be surprised at how many new people there are. And I constantly forget because <gasps> oh my God, hi. I didn't do a good job introducing you, but it's because you've been on the show so much. So even in my mind, I'm oh, like, okay. everyone knows her, but new people. That's true. Listen. I mean, it's been a long time since last time. There's but obviously it, new, new it listeners. It's kind of alarming because in my mind, it's just like five people <laughs> and it's, those are them. Well, no I'm else. sure there's five number ones. They're top five. And shout out to the top five. Yeah, shout out to the top five. I should remember y'all's names. Um, but maybe maybe next week. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Maria. Thanks for having me, as always. Amazing podcasting. 10 out of 10. All of her uh, socials will be linked in the episode description. As always, uh, you could follow the podcast on Instagram at Arab American Cycle, where you will see a beautiful picture of Maria. And I have an array to select from because she's been just fucking slaying her little booty off. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Nora E, where I am posting a lot of pictures because I'm bored. Okay, as always, guys, don't forget to floss your teeth, wear your sunscreen, don't be a fucking asshole, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.